This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is the Big Show live from the Dish Professionals? Call the Meta One Four Two Four Dish. You can also come by and see us, 80th South and State Street. Really easy to find. Come uh, test out all this equipment. Ryan's talking about. Now's the time. If you get signed up with Dish from the Dish Professionals during the show today, you get a hundred dollars cash back. Uh, you also get entered to win a thousand dollars. Ryan's going to do that at the end of two weeks, and not to mention you get the best uh, the TV you possibly could and the the best customer service. And Gordon, I know you're running to the phone to re-enroll to get that hundred dollars cash back, but we're not eligible. We're not eligible. Oh, okay. I know you could use an extra G to roll around too, but we're not eligible for the drawing. I had that same thought. I was shot down. <laughs> Okay. Well, thanks for telling me. I appreciate it. I wouldn't mind putting an extra hundred bucks in the old pocket. No, on the way would? home. That sounds Not pretty good. I'd make the phone yeah. call say, "Dad's getting takeout. We're getting lobster." <laughs> that might be a little much. All right, uh, let's let's get out to the zone phone. Joining him now, uh, joining us now. Of course, you hear him from six to ten every single morning alongside Patrick Kinahan. You can see him on KUTV2 News, not to mention Talking Sports on KMYU. He's our good friend David James. DJ, what's up? I'm ready to talk jazz playoff stretch. I heard about half, the last half of your last segment. What do you want to know? Okay, so, <laughs> so how likely is this scenario, DJ? And I'll just reset it for our listeners here. Uh, the, next ga- uh, the next several games for the Suns until they meet the Jazz on Friday, April 30th, are as follows at Philly tomorrow at Boston Thursday at Brooklyn Sunday Sunday at New York Monday Wednesday at home against the Clippers for the Jazz the uh, their next four games are at Houston Minnesota at home at Minnesota at Sacramento before at Phoenix on Friday so the Jazz have four games the Suns have five the Jazz are currently a game and a half up on the Suns what could that uh, uh, disparity be by the time they play i would think that the jazz should go four and oh you know the the definition of lottery teams have always been by definition bad and now there's fewer lottery teams than ever and yet their next four games are against three lottery teams and none of them are back to back so i would think the jazz run the table and go four and oh in these next four games i know something could go wrong they lost as you pointed out jake they lost to minnesota last year but they should run the table I think that, uh, you know, this six-game series of, uh, you know, the five, what have they got, five games against the East against five of the top six in the East? Yep. And then they got the Clippers at home, and the first game back is always the most difficult, you know. Okay. Um, so if the Suns go four and two in this six-game stretch, that seems to me like pretty good basketball. You're playing the best teams on the road, and you go four and two, that's good. They're already one and zero. So... Under that scenario, the Jazz are three games in front by the the time they play each other. That means if the Clippers keep taking care of business, the Suns would be fighting to stay in two and not drop to three. So, DJ, I know you're not a doctor. Uh, You may have played one on the radio a time or two. A couple of 40. Uh, By the way, (laughs) 
I mean, I can diagnose ACLs. Once you shred your ACL, you can look at somebody else, look at Jamal Murray and say, Jamal, I'm really sorry, but that's your ACL, and I can tell from here in Utah. That's the last oh. time I played doctor on the radio. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, how long do you think Donovan's going to be out? And based on what you saw against the Lakers last night, I know it's a compromised Lakers team, but how bad will they miss him? Uh, I think Donovan is out one to two weeks. Um, they've guaranteed a week. I think anybody who sprained ankles playing basketball or any other sports that's used sprained ankles playing, um, that's you know that's a pretty common number. Doesn't mean it can't be longer. He could certainly roll it when he comes back and re-injure it, and they'll be careful with that. So that puts him right into the definite maybe territory against the Suns. You know, I, I if I had to guess, I would guess he's back, but I wouldn't be totally surprised if he was out. You know, I'm seventy thirty. He's back for the Suns. So, you know, we'll have to see. Injuries have become fast and furious this year. I don't think that we can guarantee that any Jazz player or any Suns player is healthy now is going to be healthy on April 30th. There have been a lot of injuries this year. And maybe it's just because there's always a lot of injuries in the NBA this time of year, and maybe it's more because of the condensed schedule. I can't, uh, I can't, I can't guarantee you that either way, but I just know at this time of year stuff happens. And it happens in the playoffs too multiple times we can all cite the examples maybe this is a dumb question but i certainly think it's debatable if you were the utah jazz who would you rather have in the second round if you were able to get out of the first the lakers or the clippers uh tell me how healthy they're going to be let's just say they're all <laughs> healthy that, just for the sake of I mean, if they're all healthy i would take the clippers because i think the lakers are the favorite the Lakers, if everybody's healthy, the Lakers are the favorite. And there are legit contenders, and there are teams that could do it, and the Jazz are one of them. But if everybody's healthy, then it's the Lakers. But I haven't been that worried about the – I don't know, worried is the right word. But I've, I've assumed all along the Lakers are going to be healthy, and I have only recently begun to think I could be wrong about that. When I read that LeBron is still weeks away – well, I guess if that's two weeks, that gives him two weeks of regular season to get ready for the playoffs. Uh, but they're going to have a difficult playoff series in the opening round, regardless of who they get. And I think the odds are they will get Denver, uh, but that's not guaranteed. But whoever they get, it'll be difficult. And only have two weeks, and that seems best case. If they told the truth, you know, he's out for weeks. Yikes. We're down to four weeks left. How many weeks is he out for? You know, there are examples of this. Um, and Gordon, you'll you'll remember some of them, and Jake, you'll remember one of them. You know, Jordan won 25 out of 26 playoff series with at the end of his time with the Bulls, because what happened with the Wizards never happened. But they won six titles, and then the year he came back from baseball, he only played like uh, I think 19 games or something like that, and they lost the playoff series to the Magic. It's no coincidence; he didn't play a full season. As much as it's annoying, you need it. Magic Johnson won the NBA title his first and third years in the NBA. His second year, he tore cartilage in his knee. He had it scoped. He played less than half the season. I think he played 38, 39 games, something like that. They got knocked out by the Rockets in the first round when back then it was a best two out of three miniseries. If, if Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan are at the top of their game winning championships before and after the season where they only play part of the season, then then you need to play a full season. And LeBron's not playing a full season. 
So if he doesn't come back pretty soon, that that could be a red flag. I think he needs to get back ASAP. He hasn't played that many games. And I'd say the same thing about the Nets. Durant's played so few games, it's a red flag. And by the way, just a quick breaking news on that note, Gordon. Uh, sorry there for a second. Uh, James Harden, the news just broke a minute ago that he's had a setback on his hamstring. So, you know, other side, you know, over there in the Eastern Conference. But there's another guy that, that probably needs to get back, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Warriors were awesome, and they were derailed by injuries. Injuries will sink anybody. We can analyze this to death, and if you lose your best players, you're going to get beat. Look how, look how mediocre the Lakers have looked without their two best players, and look how bringing back Conley and Gobert in the first quarter. It was night and day when you bring back two All-Stars. It's night and day. Gobert, the, the, um, the Lakers were two for eight on two-point shots, and Conley had five assists. Those guys came back, and they were dominating. There were no All-Stars on the floor for the other team. They crushed them. you got to have you know, the best pretty- players. It's pretty amazing to, to even consider this question, uh, DJ, but considering how well Donovan Mitchell has played since the All-Star break and uh, just really, really off the charts in a lot of ways, he may not be the most valuable player on his own team. And and that uh, is remarkable to think about. <laughs> that That is remarkable to think about. Um and it's really, you know, the Jazz are really unique because, um, well, Rudy's really unique. You know, it's hard to dominate a game like that from the defensive side of the floor, especially when the other, when, when in this era, there's so many guys scoring from beyond the three-point line. You know, it would be hard to do what Rudy did, and I wasn't living in Utah except for the very end of Mark Eaton's career. You know, Mark, I know he had a big impact on guys. I'd see games on national TV and I'd see playoff games, but I didn't see it night in and night out. It was a different era. There was no league pass. I wasn't living here. So, you know, I'd see a handful of games, and so I was aware, but I didn't see it every night. Um, But at least in that era, a lot of the game was played in the paint, so Mark was around the ball. That Gobert moves this well, and they put him in pick and rolls 25 feet from the hoop, and he still has a massive impact on the game. I mean, Shaq's an all-time, all-timer, but the Jazz won two playoff game, two playoff series against him by putting him in a pick-and-roll 20 feet from the hoop. That was how they beat the Lakers twice. You know, so it's, it's remarkable that he's that awesome at the front of the rim, but he's that awesome when he gets pulled 20 or 25 feet from the hoop. DJ, and it's remarkable Warriors, because it'll be tested. Because in one of those series against the Lakers, didn't I, if, if memory serves, the Jazz swept them. They did. They won one series four yeah. on the four, the other four one. They won eight out of nine games. And and well, I mean, not to rehash the old. It, it should have been seven to two, not eight to one, because Nick Van Exel got fouled and Carl got a call. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> it was a hilarious line by Carl. They showed him. They actually in those days, you walked over to the table and sat down, and they played the replay for you. He's doing a post game interview. There wasn't. Uh, he's not standing off the end of the court with a reporter. He's literally sitting with the two guys. They say, Look at this. Did, I get, did you get him? No, oh, that was clean. They showed the replay. He nearly broke his forearm. He totally hacked him. And Carl didn't even miss a beat. This is why he's all interview teams. Ah, that's a veteran play. And the announcers <laughs> all break up laughing. Like, yeah, it's funny in Salt Lake because they won. But it wasn't very funny in L.A. <laughs> DJ, anyway. I want to ask you, we've, we've asked uh, a bunch of guests this question, and uh, I'm curious to yours. Uh, what do you think about the play-in scenario with the NBA this year in the playoffs? And do you think it's something that might be here to stay? Yeah, I do think it's here to stay. It creates more con- – I think the number one thing, it creates more games 
that'll have dramatic one and done, which is what viewers like the best. One and done. That's why we love March Madness. We know when we sit down in two hours, somebody's done. That's why we love the NFL playoffs. What's more popular than March Madness and the playoffs? Playoff series, when they get to a game seven, you get that. And game sevens are huge. They're huge. It doesn't matter if it's baseball or the NBA or the NHL. They're huge. People love the one and done. This provides that. And the networks, every network needs more live programming. That's what people are reacting to. That's really lucrative. So it's going to stay. I think secondarily, it helps with the NBA with teams just mailing it in at the end of the season. It's something to keep a few more teams engaged and a few more fan bases engaged. And I get that the Mavericks are complaining. But I think if you step back and look big picture, this is the first year this is going to happen. And whoever is in seventh place was probably going to complain. It turns out it's the Mavericks, but it could have been anybody. DJ, if you were going to look at this team and examine it, both its strengths and its weaknesses, of all of them, what weakness do you think creates the greatest vulnerability? Oh, I I think this is easy. I think this is hands down. I think this is why most people um, nationally who dismiss the Jazz as a a championship team, uh, I think it's the first thing they go to. They don't have a guy – who's made the big play and made the big shots in the biggest moments and done it. And all the teams that they're talking about who have that, you know, Durant won championships, um, LeBron's won championships, Kawhi has won championships. And those are the three teams most people are talking about. Well, you've seen those guys in the biggest games and the biggest moments do it. And you haven't seen that from anybody in Phoenix. And Phoenix and the Jazz are getting overlooked. Nobody in Milwaukee's done it. Milwaukee's getting dismissed. I think that's that's the number one thing that people are defaulting to. And the fact is, it has sunk a lot of teams. A lot of really good players who didn't win a championship in whatever decade you want, you can point to it. Well, there are big moments, and they just couldn't quite get across the finish line. So you think that's not just perception, that's reality? Well, I think by definition, it has to be, right? I just listed three teams that are, and I think you can throw Philly in there. So if there's four teams that are pretty good and only one of them can win a championship, and, you know, in the words of uh, Steve Young and, and, and Gary Plummer, you know, get the monkey off my back. We all remember that famous clip, even though apparently Steve doesn't really like it. He told us last time he was on the air. Um, but that really wasn't what he was thinking in that moment. Yet he said it, and NFL Films caught it, so we all know the clip. Um, only one of those teams could get the monkey off the back. And who's to say that, you know, Durant or LeBron or Kawhi won't be the guy who does it again, and all the critics will be able to look at all four of those teams and see, see, you can't do it. It's It's a harsh bar. It's a high bar, and it's a harsh judgment because 29 of the 30 teams aren't going to win the championship. Only one gets to say, I did it in the biggest minute. You know, if you pass one test, you just get another test. I mean, if the Jazz come together and play great and beat the Lakers. And let's assume the Lakers are pretty healthy and have been for a while, so there's really not you know, a big excuse. But all you do is you get the Clippers or the Suns. And if you pass that test, well, then you get the Nats or you know, whoever's coming out of the East. Um, so even when you pass one test, there's another one. So I guess that's why champions are held in such high regard, because it's so hard to get there and to get across the finish line once you get there. So does that mean if the Jazz don't get to the Western Conference Finals or get to the Finals and perhaps even win it, that this year will pretty much be 
you be canceled essentially just be uh, thrown in the um, in the trash i mean yes some some people will say that jazz fans will have to hear it i don't think you can really i think if you look at the best players that they've all had to go through this and they had to get go through it to get where they they're, they want to go you know jordan had to get past the celtics and he had to get past the pistons and lebron oh my gosh i mean he had some. He had a bunch of agonizing losses in Cleveland, but is that what it took for him to finally get to Miami? Team with Wade, and they didn't win it the first time. They blew a two-zero lead. Everything that everybody's saying about Donovan now, people said about LeBron. People said about Jordan. Jordan at one point was just a guy who scores a lot, but you can't really win with him. Man, that pissed him off. I mean, we saw it in the documentary last summer. <laughs> he just sat right in the camera and says, "Yeah, I heard it. I hated that." And but everybody has to hear it. Donovan hated it when Shaq said it to him. You know, and and if Shaq had said it more gracefully or elegantly, it wouldn't have created such a ruckus, you know. But hey, on on the other hand, do the ratings benefit from the ruckus? Maybe they wanted that, you know. I mean, if he'd said, "Hey, you're you're six three, so when people start talking about a championship, and you got all these elite six nine guys," and I know the history of the league, bet on the six nine guy. There aren't that many guys who are six foot six one, six two, six three who get it done. As the DJ, best player, you know. DJ, thank you for for jumping on with us as always. I'm, I'm not sure if you're doing TV tonight. Do you want to do a talking sports tease? You want to tell us what's coming up? I am not doing TV tonight, but tonight is talking jazz. I know what's coming up, even though I'm not doing it. It's talking jazz with the jazz games Monday and Wednesday. Uh, talking jazz is tonight. It'll be Alema Harrington, Day Fox, all things jazz, and maybe they'll, maybe they'll. I don't know what they're. I don't know specifically what they're going to talk about. Maybe they'll talk about when the Jazz will rest players again. And the date I would circle if I were you guys is May 1st, Toronto. I think that the schedule is set up for everybody to play as much as they're healthy to play, but that's back-to-back the night after Phoenix. So that's the night that Conley's hamstring probably gets the night off. And in that case, maybe they rest somebody else at that point. I mean, that's kind of what happened with Gobert. So, Hey, uh, well, DJ, also I want to thank you for reminding everybody that uh, Michael Jordan would not walk off the court a loser. <laughs> hey, we should, we should uh, no, you don't want me to do that. Never mind. No, probably not. <laughs> uh, DJ is, is the one that pointed out to me that after the Jazz won game one, that 88% of, of uh, title contenders who win game one go all the way. Yeah, that's what she likes to call them. We didn't get to the next level discussion, which is, well, that other 12 or 14% or whatever it was that beats the odds, they'd have to have someone like Jordan. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but we oh, didn't yeah. get to the next. We didn't peel the onion back to get to the next layer of the discussion. <laughs> exactly. All right, DJ, you're the man. We'll be listening to tomorrow morning. Okay. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, talk to you. Bye-bye. Our good friend David James, hear him every single morning with PK, 6 to 10, and, of course, uh, talking sports on KMYU and KUTV2 News. We're live at the Dish Professionals, 80th South and State, if you want to come by and uh, try things out. Or, of course, 801-424-DISH. Maybe somehow you're not seeing David James and you need more David James in your life. You can call 801-424-DISH and we can take care of that. Yeah, that's a, that's a solution. You can, you can definitely get more of him. And you know, If you are not the person that's uh, um, 
well, if you're one of the persons, actually, phrase it, that's missing out on these jazz games, like uh, it's a couple bucks a day is kind of what the package would cost you to get a one TV solution where you're getting, uh, you know, a little more than a few hundred channels and includes all those jazz games. And um, that's, uh, if you look at it, it's a not very much money uh, compared to the amount of entertainment we are getting, especially this year. It is crazy. There's a game like every other day. Yeah, it's nuts. The, this uh, compact schedule has been crazy. And I can't believe it if people, you know, jazz fans out there, if if you're not getting to watch the game, I mean, stop it. Especially now with the deals that are going on with the Dish profession. Get the best customer service, all this extra stuff we're talking about. And trust me, you're going to love Dish. I love Dish. Yes, and that's our goal is to get people the best. And uh, uh, it, this is a uh, this we're pulling out all the stops. I'm, I'm super glad I had two of the executives from Dish that came in. They uh, they they put some extra incentive money in our lap that uh, is allowing us to truly give back to the Zone listeners. So if you are uh, one of the many, I know there's a bunch of you out there that are listening. They're like, okay, I, I'm going to do it. I just don't know when. Today, <laughs> today, is the day. Jake's nodding too. Yes, today, <laughs> yes, we're, today. We're, we're, today is the day. Listen, so this is what we got going on. We got the two-year promotion you've heard me talk about where you get credits for two years, prices guaranteed. You get the award-winning hopper. We'll get you set up and installed for free. And they've got this new Nest offer with Dish where you get the, uh, the IQ Nest camera. It's $299 smart camera. It's, it's, a, it's rated indoor camera, but you can set it outside as long as it's not getting direct rain on it. But uh, you can put it anywhere. It's smart technology. Um, you can do that with the wireless router. You get that free when you get set up. And then because we're, we have you guys here, we're doing the $100 in cash back if you get set up. Sweet. Sweet. And so that's a guarantee. And then there's the 1000 bucks um, that we're going to give away on top of that. And uh, we talk about this a lot. This is uh, really good odds. So you can will it like the last customer that won it and just say, I'm going to win the 1000 bucks, and uh, I might be calling you up and uh, sending 1000 bucks your way. Which is awesome. Again, just to reiterate, sometimes you hear these radio contests, and they're like national contests, mm-hmm. and you're, you've got a one in a zillion chance. Uh, it's it's 1000 bucks to the Zone listeners that sign up over the next couple of weeks. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it could be. It's very specific. Yeah. Radio only. We're not doing, like, right. no national stuff. It's just for Salt Lake. Yeah, so it's a. And, hey, we're proud of ourselves. We'll, we'll get some listeners <laughs> to sign up. Don't get me wrong. But it's, it's far from that one in a zillion shot these things usually are. Yeah, and, you know. Dish just uh, is being aggressive with us and saying, hey, we want the activations. We want to boost the numbers and uh, we want to get the customers over. And, you know, this coincides also on this. Um, I haven't we talked about this in this remote, but we have this new Internet uh, of, uh, solution that's popped up. We've known about it forever. I can't say the actual name because I'm not uh, 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 capable to do that on the radio. But I can tell you that it, when you find out where it's coming from, you're like, oh, Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, and the it's this is part of that whole technology of the internet of everything and I can tell you that uh the speeds are really good and it's really cheap. And so we've been busting some cable bun- bundles. I had a guy the other day is like $160 cheaper. Wow, that's amazing. Got him set up with Dish, got him set up with the internet and the internet is ultimately faster than the internet he had before with the cable company. So wow. Uh, it's, it's some neat solutions, and you just don't know unless you call us up to see if uh, we can hook you up with it. 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. Now is the time. Ryan, thank you very much. Thanks, sir. 
All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update, presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Ring the 30-point belt. All right, time for a bottom-of-the-hour Jazz update. The Utah Jazz coming off a win over the Lakers last night, 111-97. Rudy Gobert was back in the lineup after missing Saturday's game. He had 14 points, 10 rebounds. He also had a couple of block shots. Donovan Mitchell, of course, continues to recover from a sprained ankle. Rudy talked about his game in Donovan's absence. I don't think he does. You know, obviously Donovan is a, is a huge part of what we do, but uh, my role is the same without, without Donovan. You know, it's to be a leader for this team and, uh, and you know, and, uh, and make sure that we do what we're supposed to do defensively to be a, a top defense in the league. And I try to do that every single night. You know, we have a lot of guys that are, you know, that have a lot of experience too, like Joe, Mike. So, you know, it's forest leaders. It's, you know, every night trying to come in and, uh, and lead this team. And, uh, and when Donovan is back, you know, obviously he's definitely one of our leaders too. So. You know, every night I have the same focus and try to have this team win. Here's your uh, injury update for Wednesday's game. Irsan Ilyasova is questionable. Donovan Mitchell and Udoka Azubuki are out. Everybody else, uh, it would seem as of now, are available. Bottom of the hour jazz update brought to you by our friends at Syringa Networks. Tomorrow night's game against Houston starts at 6. Pre-game coverage will begin at 5. What do you want? You're locked on to the big show. Presented by Big O Tires. Just doing it big, you know. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Chorus Lundy would pick something from like two years ago as an oldie. Welcome on back. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. This is the Slackers, Austin? Yeah. Uh, can can it be an oldie if it's ska? Isn't ska from like the late 90s? I don't... Right. Yes. This ska was like a totally a 90s thing. Yeah. And now we're calling that an oldie. Ugh. Well, one man's oldie is another man's newie. And isn't uh, Lund- Lundy's a ska guy, right? He is, and I believe he's 15 years old. So yeah, he, <laughs> he may be 15. Yeah, who was president when Lundy was, was born? <laughs> it was you Obama's Ob- first term, he I was believe. An Obama's, <laughs> Obama kid? Is that, is that what it was? Uh, all right, well, uh, keep up your, your total requests. Uh, let's talk a little NFL draft, Gordon, while we've got a couple of minutes. Not Sports Sport at 450. Bowler joins us at, uh, at 5. Uh, Zach Wilson likely going number two to the Jets. It's I don't know if it's a foregone conclusion, but it seems pretty close to it that that's what uh, most people think is going to happen. I feel bad for Zach personally going to play for the Jets because that's where quarterbacks go to uh, perish. And uh, we thought we'd react on this. One of those quarterbacks that did perish uh, with the Jets was none other than Mark Sanchez. And here's his thoughts on a national radio show on advice 
uh, for Zach Wilson if he indeed is the Jets QB1. When that ball snapped, you might not know where that ball is going. And that makes some coordinators uneasy. If you don't need it, don't use it. But if you have that trick shot in your bag, take it out when appropriate. And that's going to be part of the learning curve for him. In addition to the speed of the game and all that kind of stuff, you know, he's coming from the Mountain West. He's going to have a lot to learn. He's going to be in a very different media market. You're going to have to stack all those things. And there's going to be a learning curve for each of those categories, whether it's media, the on the field stuff. So my only fear with him was a little too riverboat gambler when you don't have to be. When it's an easy, just routine grounder to second, and you just flip it to first base, flip it to first base. Don't give me any around the back, you know, through the legs. Harlem Globetrotters, just get the guy out. All right, there's Mark Sanchez. A couple things. BYU isn't in the Mountain West <laughs> yes. Conference. Thank you and you want to talk about clear. media pressure, I'd like to see Sanchez stand up to those uh, those sharks down at BYU TV. <laughs> thing one and thing two? <laughs> those guys are, are absolutely ruthless. So I think yeah. he's had plenty of experience. Uh, in that uh, in that realm, and and I gotta disagree with Sanchez too. That Zach, don't lose your creativity because you're gonna need it when you're running for your life. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, even get a laugh out of that no, one. That, that was pretty good. Dang it, that, that one good. missed. No, that was good. I went that one joke good. too far, Gordon. I'll I'll remember that <laughs> next time. Just one too far. Was uh, was Sanchez gonna but, say uh, BYU TV? I got thing one and thing two. We just finished with the scrimmage. <laughs> That's my, by the way, that's my favorite BYU interview of all time. That interview with Robert and I, unbelievable. Did Sanchez um, say anything about uh, not uh, committing any butt fumbles? It didn't sound like it, no. But uh, complete, maybe that comes under completing the easy plays. That was a trick that he had in his bag, and he probably should have left it there. I, I just wonder. Uh, I, I hope the Jets, uh, you know, they've got a ton of draft capital over the next couple of years, and I just hope they figure out a way to spend it wisely if indeed they draft Zach Wilson. At least give him a chance. At least put some players yeah. around him that uh, gives him a chance to succeed. I don't. I honestly don't believe Sam Darnold had a chance to succeed with the Jets. I do believe Mark Sanchez had a chance to succeed with the Jets. And they, they I mean, they won some playoff games ultimately coming up short, but I – I, I hope that the Adam Gase era is well in the Jets' rearview mirror and that they know what they're doing this time. So th- this is, and I agree with everything you just said, Jake, uh, but here's one of the tricky things. Can Zach Wilson find a way to gain favor in New York even if the rest of the team isn't good? Because the rest of the team isn't good. So, yeah, but that, you, you know, yes, last year, last year, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, somehow he managed to impress everybody and and, and then he got hurt and and uh, he did what was necessary in order to convince folks that he was a good pick. And now they've got to build around him. they got to build that offensive line. Well, the truth that's is, why Gordon, they should take they should take Penny Sewell, man. Uh, well, the truth is on the on the Burrow thing is is that nobody has any idea if he's going to be a good quarterback. Nobody has any clue. And anytime you see somebody going, yeah, that guy, that's it, that's the guy, they don't know either, because he hasn't played enough NFL games to to truly know that. And you make a point that he hasn't exactly won uh, a bunch of NFL games. But you but see, but he hasn't pretend- really gotten blamed. I mean, it seems right, like but he's the, uh, been I guess, I guess that's my kind of my next point is that every quarterback is going to have a year or two. But eventually, it's going to be your fault. 
<laughs> like even Sam Darnold with the Jets, he got that first year and he got mono. And so everybody goes, okay, well, let's see what he does in year two. And then everybody starts to turn on him. And then last year, eventually everything was his fault and it's over. I don't right? know. Whether, I mean, so, I'm not sure that's the way Jets fans looked at him. I, I, I think a lot of Jets fans blame management, but the end is the same either way. I mean, he's gone. He got blamed. He's not on the team anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, it, it just, I think, like the Tua criticism I can actually kind of get into a little bit because the Dolphins have a pretty good team. I mean, Ryan Fitzmagic was winning games with that Dolphins team. Like I, I think there's some pieces on that team, and they probably got an assessment of where Tua's at because, you know, the other players weren't the problem if you indeed diagnose a problem, right? Mm-hmm. But with Burrow, who knows? Like, it seemed like he could make some throws, right? But the Bengals don't have a lot around him anyway. So yeah. it's kind of the, the, a little bit more on the incomplete end, in my opinion. And, and with Justin Herbert, we'll see what happens to him. Does he fall into more of the Jared Goff where, okay, you did some nice things early, but once the league catches up to your act, how are you going to be? Yeah. But he also has a good situation where he has people around him, you know? So this, this whole what quarterback is good and what not is such a delicate conversation, and that's why I hope the Jets, if they draft Zach Wilson, make the right moves around him because you need stuff to break your way to cement yourself as the guy, right? And if they don't, it can, it can really lead to a broken career, you know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. It, it 100% can. You know, like uh, – John Beck, for example, you know, was John just not quite good enough to be a long-term NFL quarterback? Or did he get stuck with some rotten scenarios and then, you know, all of a sudden his cachet was gone? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. It's one that you've been consistent with, you know, because if he went to the Niners, and I read a mock draft today or an article today that had – that was saying essentially, whoa, 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 not so fast on the Jets taking Wilson. Uh, they, they, they could take fields. And I thought, well, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's true. But if it is true, then, uh, then uh, that's a big old W for, uh, for Zach. I think Be- so. Uh, what were the Niners last year? Six and ten, something like that? And had their injury in- issues, as, as we've talked about. Yeah. And the Jets, uh, the Jets were the Jets. So, obviously, uh, Shanahan there uh, seems to get a lot of credit for being able to, uh, you know, bring a quarterback along. So, I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. But uh, it's interesting. You know, Sanchez brings up the the New York uh, experience uh, angle. And it is different there. I mean, uh, Zach is – I'm sure his people are are preparing him for all of that. Because, you know, the media in New York, you better uh, you better find a way or at least look good so that you get another chance like we were talking about. Uh, it is when when you have when you have uh, 50 microphones in front of you instead of 10. Uh, I'd say that uh, that can add a little something to it. Coming up next, we have the Not Sports Report. Bowler joins us at 5. We're live from the Dish Professionals. Call him now, 801-424-DISH. Now is the time. Sign up today. You get 100 bucks cash back to put in your pocket. You're also entered for a drawing to win $1,000, not to mention getting the best TV in town. 801-424-DISH. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
Check this out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I have a sad story to tell you. It may hurt your feelings a bit. Last night when I walked into my bathroom, I stepped in a big pile of shaving cream. Be nice and clean. Shave everything. Who, who uh, requested this? An anonymous caller, in fact. Wow. Uh, that's really The shaving cream song is all they told me. How about that? Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 Zone. Time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by our friends at the Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. Uh, over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online at lhmusecars.com. <laughs> Gordon, where are we going today? You ever stepped in a pile of shaving cream? No, I can't say that I have. <sighs> you know, that reminds me, that song came out when I was a teenager. No, and uh, it brings back fond memories. It does. It does. Yeah. All right, Jake, I got a couple stories today for the Nutsport Sport. The first one is, do you remember when the Ever Given, the big ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal? I remember. <laughs> Speaking of a big pile of ship, uh, it uh, there was a picture that went out worldwide on the Internet, and uh, uh, it was a picture of a, a little, like, uh, backhoe operator who was trying to dig the ship free. And he, do you remember that picture? Did you see that picture? Mm-hmm. So his name is Abdullah Abdul Gawad. Uh, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that. But he uh, he worked, uh, you know, sleepless hours to, to help feed the ship. And he got a lot of credit for it. But he said recently that uh, he, he was still waiting for his overtime money, that he had not been paid for his heroic work, and now his bosses are claiming he has been paid, but it's in in dispute as to whether he, in fact, was paid. Now, for two things about that story. One is when you look at the picture of the guy, it's one human being who made a huge difference with his diligent work. Now, I understand there are also some tugboats involved and others who are uh, doing important things, but don't you think that's kind of cool that one guy made that kind of difference in what was really a crisis? I mean, well, I, the, canal, I, I, the canal was plugged; nobody was going anywhere, and I this one you, guy is out there digging this ship out. I got to tell you, I'd stiff him too. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely wouldn't Why? pay him a, a darn dime. Because what? It happened once in a, a hundred years. If it happens again, I'll call somebody else. But, yeah, but and next he, time, hurry it up, Abdul. Seriously. I, <laughs> Took I'm, him like a month only, and a half. You're not the only back backhoe in town, pal. <laughs> look, look, <laughs> look up the pictures of that. And if you're not impressed by one human being making a difference. Next While we're to this, young, Abdul. This mammoth ship. Is stuck and nobody can get through one of the busiest waterways in the world. Yep. Costing billions of dollars. Give the man his overtime pay. No, don't. I agree with them here. Next story. What's next? <laughs> All right. Uh, a diver recently was swimming in uh, 
the I believe it was oh the American River, and in California, and he uh, he noticed. Now, what are the odds of this? But he noticed as he was swimming, a gold wedding band, at the bottom of the of the river. So he dove down and he got it. Not only did he dive down and get it. Now, by the way, this is the same guy who found a prosthetic leg underwater last year and returned it to its owner. This time, he he posted on the Internet, essentially, that uh, a video of him finding the ring and asking the owner of the ring to step forward. And the owner of the ring did step forward. It was on Facebook, I guess. And, uh, the, the, you know, the social media users uh, connected him with, uh, with the guy who lost it. And so I, th- I thought that was kind of cool. I've seen what? the guys at the beach with the metal detectors going up and down all over the place. And usually I think, okay, that's, that's uh, a sad search for some little morsel of fortune. But uh, in this case, the guy uh, saw the ring. Dove down, got it. What are the odds of that in and of can, itself? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Was it a, a Weasley-looking dude named Smeagol? <laughs> I don't know what the guy looked like. My precious. <laughs> was it that? Did he, did he have an instant attachment to the ring once he found it? Uh, when he, when he put it on, did he disappear? No, 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 it was no, not like no, that. Different Mash story. Teeters. Different, different story. I'm sorry. The, the diver's name was a man named Carl Bly, and the man who had lost the ring uh, was Adam Papini, if that's how you say. Also it. known as Saruman. And uh, <laughs> and so uh, Bly and uh, Bly and Papini met in person so he could return the ring and to, to its to its original oh, finger. <laughs> Stop it! And this is what this is what the recipient of the discovery said about gaining his wedding ring back. He said. I'll remember this moment for the rest of my life, and I could eventually pass this down to my grandchildren and share this with them. Master betrayed us! This, this, you guys go ahead and make fun of this, but people get attached to their wedding rings. You know, my mom lost her wedding ring, and that was, you know, she just wore a band for a while, and then my dad bought her another diamond. And uh, but that was that's that's traumatic for people when they lose. Uh, have either of your wives ever temporarily lost their wedding ring? Nope. No. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have gotten Lisa's ring out of a out of a vending machine, but uh, we were up at uh, where were we? Sun Valley, staying at a house up there, and she she knocked the diamond off the band, so. <laughs> Maybe it's because it wasn't a quality ring or something. I don't know. Anyway, so we couldn't find the diamond. We were looked and looked and looked, and I'll be daggone if I didn't eventually find it. And uh, it meant something to her. You know where I found it? Where? In the, bath, in the bathroom. Oh. That makes sense. Why does that make sense? I don't know. You take your ring off in the bathroom? Washing your hands or showering or something. One time we were at a restaurant locally here, 
and my wife all of a sudden grabbed her ring, her ring finger and said, my wedding ring, it's gone. And so we thought that she had lost it in the restaurant. So we had everybody, and I was very impressed with uh, folks in the restaurant. Everybody was down on their hands and knees looking for her wedding ring. Nobody found it. And when we went home, it was sitting on the counter in the kitchen. All right. We are live from the Dish Professionals. 801-424-DISH is the number to call. Bowler will join us next. Ryan uh, joins us now. What's going on, Ryan? And not, you got to get sick to the wedding ring story. I had that happen at a restaurant. Same thing. There Did was you? a diamond. Diamond fell out at the restaurant. Wet vaulters. In, in Salt Lake, and they, uh, yeah, it was the same thing. Like, everybody was getting down looking and looking for it. for it. And it was just, uh, it was one of the, the side stones, so it wasn't a massive one, but we never ended up finding I, I, I just had my wife probably, it probably ended in the soup. And she yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I'll tell you though, though, Ryan, it does warm your heart a little bit to see everybody sort of come to, at least oh, yeah. try to come to the rescue. Yeah, yeah for sure. It was, uh, it, it was a good feeling, but also unfortunate that we never found it. We're lucky right. like you. See, Gordon, you're lucky. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, hey, let us uh, uh, you don't need to be lucky to take advantage of the deal today. Actually, maybe a little bit to win the $1,000, but only a little bit. Only a little bit. Only a little bit. Only a little bit. Yeah, this is, uh, this is exciting. We had the dish executives come in today, and uh, they're all about, hey, we want to we wanna push, push – uh, as hard as we can to get new customers and um you know they've as a premier retailer for dish they they do some special things for us and uh, you know to define that a little better we are the uh showroom or storefront for dish they don't have a showroom and uh, they rely on their retailers and uh, we're the one in utah so uh you come in you can see the uh smart home display you see the hopper in action i've got the amazon fire stick hooked up to one of the tvs so you can see how you can watch tv anywhere on any tv um, i've got the smart home cameras um, set up that uh, are really pretty cool you can uh, uh, have it have it right up on your tv and here's the thing if you get set up with dish you get the iq nest camera it's a 299 ninety nine dollar camera free and uh as a gift when you get set up, that's amazing. It's it's a it's a killer promotion. It is, and uh, so far, a big big hit there. If some people don't want the camera, there's a Wi-Fi router available. But um, out of all the done all the deals we've done this last week, that's the the camera people really like. I I can't I can't imagine my kids. I've settled so many disputes. By going to the, the eye in the sky never lies. Like, yeah. let's go to the film. No, she did this. Okay, let's pull the film. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. It, uh, it is interesting. But uh, it also, you know, gives you a little more peace of mind. And this technology is super cool because you can actually, it's actually smart. It'll actually recognize faces. And so if uh, you can use it as security, it'll let you know if somebody walks in your house that uh, is, it doesn't know. So it's pretty cool. And then on top of that, we've got uh, this $100 giveaway we're doing. 100 bucks uh, for every person. Cash back if you call and get – it's not a giveaway. I guess it's a, just cash back. Yeah. If you call and get set up, um, you, you get $100 cash back for everybody who sets up. Now, this is only for the remote today. So this is – and I, it's, it's super strict with Dish. I can't offer this tomorrow. So just today. Just during the remote. Call us up, you get set up, and then. But we're doing a drawing, and we're going to give away a thousand dollars in cash. So if you call in today, you can win, get get the camera, get the hopper, get a hundred dollars in cash, and get a thousand 
Like this is the this is the time. Yeah, don't 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 miss this. Pull one. the phone out of the pocket yep. and call 801-424-DISH right now. Yes. 801-424-DISH. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. All right. Bowler joins us next 975 and 1280 the zone.